The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling, saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. It's really good to see you all. How are you? That's good. That's good. As usual, I come with a question. Have you ever done something wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Have I ever done something wrong? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've told you a lot of things. Yeah. It's not the half of it, let me tell you. If I'm not perfect and you're not perfect, is there anybody perfect? No. God? That's right. That kind of gets at our point today. When we go to a nice dinner, when we go to a nice dinner, we dress up, don't we? Have you ever dressed up to go to a nice dinner? I see some of you have dressed up to come to this meal here today, haven't you? It's a meal. When we go to God's table, we come as we are. In today's story and into every story of our lives, God loves us as we are. We don't have to change. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to dress up. We don't have to hide ourselves. God loves us as we are, as you are. No ifs, ands, or buts. God loves you no matter what. And today, for a few of us, 
we're going to receive communion for the first time. Now you all get to see communion and you can all receive communion with your parents' permission, of course. But whenever someone holds up the bread, whether it's me or anybody else, and says, remember, this is the body of Christ given for you. That is God saying that you are loved right now as you are. Whenever somebody holds up the cup and says, remember, this is the blood of Christ shed for you. This is someone loving you right now as you are. No matter what, God loves you. That's true for you all, and that's true for us all. That's true for the whole world. There's nothing you can do, nothing you can say, nothing that is done or undone that can keep you away from God's love. This is a table you are always, always, always welcome to. God loves you an absolute, whole, big, gigantic lot. Does that make sense? So here's what I want you to do. Today, I want you to watch everybody that receives communion. Because not just you, but us all are going to receive communion. I want you to watch every person that gets bread put in their hand, every person that gets to drink wine or grape juice. I want you to watch everybody. And some people will get a little cross and a blessing on their head. Everybody will receive something. I want you to know that God loves them all, you and all people. God loves you very much. Should we say a prayer? Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks. We are thankful for the way that you love us and thankful for the way that that never, ever ends. Thank you. Thank you for your grace and thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for life. Thank you for sharing these things with us. With us and with all people, help us to know that we are loved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being here, everybody. You can go back to your seats. In the name of Jesus, amen. Lost and found is a theme in this chapter from Luke. There's three stories that we see in this chapter. The lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost sons. And inside these stories, we have this experience of close and far away, this experience of wanted and unwanted, an experience of lost and found. And we all have connections that happen almost in an instant when we hear these stories. But the context of these stories brings so much more depth to what's going on. Jesus is eating a meal and has invited the tax collectors 
and some sinners to eat with him. What the text does not say is that Jesus invited the tax collectors and the sinners and told them all the things that they were doing wrong in their life and all the ways that they were bad and corrected them throughout the meal. It just says that there was a meal. And what the text does not say is that Jesus was really kind of heavy-handed and harsh when they got there. Nope. Just a meal. Now, tax collectors were typically rich folks, and they made their wealth by taking what was owed in taxes and then taking more than what was owed in taxes and keeping that extra for themselves. There was no limit to what they could take, and they took, and they took, and they took. They had a lot of unearned wealth, a lot of things that was forcefully removed from the ones that they literally lorded over. Tax collectors, as you can probably anticipate, were not popular people. They were not well-loved, but they were not well-received. They were bad. They were bad according to every rule that we had in front of us. The sinners were the same. All the ones that Jesus ate with were the same. They were not well-regarded. They were not well-liked. They were not well-received. And so the religious leaders literally watched Jesus eat. You can feel tension in the room already, can't you? You can feel that tension in the room of, He's going to say something. He's going to do something. He's going to behave some way, and we're going to get him. We're going to correct him. We're going to let him know that this move of eating with people that have done wrong, of welcoming people that are not behaving correctly, is bad. And here in this wonderful, gracious moment, Jesus doubles down on this action. Which one of you, having lost something, doesn't go and try to find it? Doesn't search high and low, looking for it somewhere, somehow. And when you find, you rejoice. Jesus is saying something about us. And today there is no harsh word of you should have done this, you should have been this way, you should have been that way. There is no harsh word of why didn't you or why did you. There is always and only you are loved. You are wanted. You are cared for. You are mine. When Jesus broke bread with the tax collectors, he didn't break bread with them. Because they were great, he broke bread with them because of them. When Jesus breaks bread with us today, Jesus isn't breaking bread because these kids are so cute. Though that's true. Jesus is breaking bread with us because Jesus loves us. And will not, will never remove us from this table. No matter what, we are welcome. In all times and in all places, 
we are welcome. And whether this is the first time we've received communion, the thousandth time we've received communion, or we haven't received communion since our first time, we are welcome. At this table and always in the presence of God, we are welcomed, we are loved. You are welcome and you are loved just as you are, just as you are. God be with you today as we see bread and wine lifted up, body and blood. God be with you today as we make a little table for each one of us. God be with you. And may every table of this world remind you of this love. Amen.